Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of In My Opinion. My name is John. My name is Celeste. And I'm Emma. <laughs> yes, and today we have a special guest with us. Her name is Emma. She's from the Socially Awkward Podcast. And we're going to be talking about a few things today. But you know what? Before we go, in, go any further, besides yes. knowing her name, Emma, why don't you do a bit of self-introduction for yourself? So my name's Emma. I've been with the Socially Awkward Podcast since it started. And what we are is basically we're a bunch of homeschoolers. And yeah, it's mostly with a focus on high school life because we realized that a lot of people, there is a lot of content out there about homeschooling, but after the middle school, so that would be like P6, after the P6 age, there isn't really as much information on homeschooling older kids. So we thought, oh, okay, mm. why not fill the niche? <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, I found them on Reddit. Like, I told them this story while I video called them, but I was like going through Reddit, like Singaporean podcast, just trying to find like, oh, who <laughs> is in the space as well. And then I found someone who said like, I really like the Socially Awkward podcast. And I mean, the name oh. itself already kind of attracted me because I am a socially awkward person. <laughs> so I was like, hey, we can get them on as well. So, uh, I mean, you know, I, when I found out that they're homeschooled as well, I think that was something that was really cool because I, I know yeah. that it exists, but you don't know exactly how it works, right? Exactly. Yeah. But, but all I'm imagining is like some parent figure breathing down your necks and that's the extent <laughs> of my knowledge. <laughs> Which I'm very I sure mean... is not, not completely off. But I mean... Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of right. At least for the first couple of years of your life. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, before we go into it though, follow us on Instagram at imo.pod. Oh, yeah. Follow us. Uh, join our Telegram channel. Join our Telegram group yes. where you can discuss stuff. And I'll leave their links down in the description box below as well. They have a YouTube channel. They have an Instagram page. They have a, obviously a podcast. So definitely go and check them out <laughs> as well. And yep. uh, is there any other things you should plug? Uh, no, actually, uh, next week, next week we'll also have them on, but a different yep. person. So stay tuned for that. Yes, and I mean, of course, now we are still doing socially distancing. So hope everyone is socially distancing. And yeah. I mean, uh, forgive us if there's any lag when we answer each other because internet Correct. aches once again. So hopefully yes. we'll get out of it after 13th June. But let's... Yeah, and you know, even though we say like, we say social distancing, you know, Alistair and Emma look like they're in the same background. They just coincidentally have curtains <laughs> in their background. Yeah, okay. dude, just couches. We don't. Mine's the cooler <laughs> background. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But why don't we get right to it first? All right, so the first yeah. question that uh, everyone would kind of want to know is like, first of all, how does the homeschooling thing even work? Like, how does it in, especially in Singapore, like how does it like, how don't you have to do PSLE? Don't you have to do these other like yeah. national exams as well? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So, okay. So all homeschoolers have to take PSLE, except mm. I didn't because I moved to another country. That was not intentional per se, but mm. most Singaporean homeschoolers will have to take PSLE. Some of them choose to take A-levels. Some of them take IGCSEs. Um, and I will probably be taking my SATs. Uh, and then aside from PSLE, which is really the only, it's the only one that both school and non-school, non non-schooled people will take um, yeah. I don't know non-schooled homeschoolers I forgot outdoor schoolers yes yep school, other school. other category yes mm. I mean yeah. so you still have to take PSLE and everything is mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. mandatory thing by the government is that like you have yeah. to do so it it is it is mandatory and um, actually when I moved there were 
a lot of okay not a lot but there were enough people who were like oh are you moving because Emma's got to take PSLE and it's like no um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so um, when you're in P4 as well I remember you have to take a Streaming, Singapore history right? yeah you have to take a Singapore history quiz oh, cool. and that was that was interesting it was like a video game and it's almost impossible to fail but my mom um love her but Kiasu parent um <laughs> made me study so much of the Singapore history textbook wait they right, you right. do a Singapore history exam because yeah, you're I, I've never heard of that before yeah because that, I'm homeschooled wait yeah so <laughs> how does that work how does that work um, yeah so it's like thing I can't even remember what the questions are but it was things like um who was the first person in Singapore? I don't know if the questions have changed, but okay. it was like who was the first, who was the first prime minister? Um, and it was wow. like all just MCQs and mm. general history things. So they'll ask you questions about the past government, World War Two. I remember a lot of questions wow. about World War Two, mm. um, some political ones, but not. Yeah really um, present day politics i don't know mm. how often they refresh it but mm -hmm. i also don't know if there are any more tests that you have to take but as a homeschooler especially because if you're younger if you're under the age of 12 you don't um you're still under the compulsory education law yeah mm. yeah yes. mm. so you would have to submit these reports on your grades every year um things you've been right. up to so those would be ccas homeschoolers have a surprising amount of ccas um oh. a lot of yeah a lot of homeschoolers wait, do public wait. speaking <laughs> hold up <laughs> yeah how does co-curricular activity happen when you don't have a curriculum yeah <laughs> hold up hold up <laughs> so confused doesn't sound right there. what does this what cca mean yeah so, um, there are a lot of different homeschool programs. So it's not just, you know, we're at home, so we just do whatever. Some people do online schools. So they're like, mm. if you are Christian, they've got like Christian programs. If oh, okay. you're not, oh. then they've got different things as well. Um, and they've got a couple, like my brother, he's part of this classical learning program and he has to learn Latin. Like mm. he had to learn Latin and debate all oh. in the same year. And oh, wow, they just they start you they start you really young, <laughs> from like <laughs> kindergarten all the way up until almost college. I think, yeah, I think almost college, like seventeen, eighteen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, I, from what I'm gathering, homeschool is not. So most of the people when they think homeschool, they're thinking their parents are probably the one teaching. That's probably yeah. they're probably like taking assessment books or like they are taking their own curriculum and designing their own curriculum. Yeah. But from what we hear. It might be online schools. It might be different uh, forms of schools as well. Like it can be the like the church or whatever. So it's not just like parents teaching, right? Which is which I think most people think it is. It's just parents. Teaching. Um, I mean, even it is I still, still think mostly that it was parents there. teaching. Yeah. yeah, it is still mostly parents teaching. Okay. But um, depending on the program, it will also mm. affect the parents' level of involvement. Typically, when kids are younger, I mean, obviously, when your kids like six or seven years old, they need more attention, right? Yeah. But yeah, as the sure. kids grow older, that's when they tend to go for more of these co-learning groups, and they don't meet every single day. It'll be like once a week, and then you take the curriculum home and do it by yourself with your parent. 
Yeah. Mm. I see. So there will be like one main teacher and then every other parent is wow. responsible for well, their own kid. That's pretty interesting. So were you personally like taught by your parents or did you do like the online school route? Um, so I was taught by my mom when I was in primary school. And then when I was 12, I enrolled in online high school kind of to supplement what I was already doing. So courses like math and Chinese, which <laughs> I am not fantastic at. Okay, but when you go mm-hmm. to an American online school, right? <laughs> My Chinese teacher, she was like, oh my gosh, somebody who knows how to pronounce things. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, wait, so, so it's wait. an easy grade. <laughs> I mean, so wait, was it very different? Like, okay, here's the thing. When I was like 13 or 14, when, okay, so I was from Hua Chong. And last time when in Hua Chong, we, has, we had this thing called Infocom Studies, where basically they'll leave you like an hour and you can go and do like, uh, I guess, courses on the internet. And there's one day that we call like home-based learning day, which I think most schools have, right? Home-based learning day. John, do you Wait, have hold this? up. Hold Are we living in the same? Are we living in the same? I have <laughs> never had either of the things that you are mentioning. That is crazy. Wait, no. Okay. I think, okay, maybe it's a... Maybe John it's is an old, age gap okay? thing. John, yeah, John is old. <laughs> John is 30. Firstly, firstly... <laughs> I think it has nothing to do with that, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Secondly, okay. Was the internet even around? (laughs) (laughs) I have you know that the internet is as old as I am. So it was. I don't know if that's a flex. (laughs) (laughs) No, but okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? I think that even in, let's call it mainstream school, right? Even in mainstream school, right? We had vastly different um, educational approaches for each school. Yes. Right? And like, for example, I was, uh, when I was 13, 14 in secondary school, right? I was in Catholic high and it was a very different approach. I think back then we didn't have this uh, home-based learning they implemented yet, mm. but we were also sort of like breaking new grounds in, grounds in terms of e-learning because yeah. my batch was the first one that implemented like the tablet PC program. Oh, wow. If it sounds familiar, mine, is the, mine was the first sort of like batch to try to implement that. Okay. And it mm. failed terribly. <laughs> why did you fail let me explain to you okay you give um secondary school boys right yeah. fully functional laptops <laughs> in class yes dude uh, let me tell you my, my, let me tell you my my, my, my my class you know it birthed a large number of esports champions <laughs> Quote unquote, esports champions. And yeah. yeah, that was the point I was trying to get to. I was like, yeah. when I remember I was doing HBO or when I had like those Infocom study sessions, right? The, yeah. the thing I did was definitely not work. I did everything yeah. but work. Like, Absolutely. literally, I played Minecraft. I played Mouse Hunt. God, then Mouse Hunt was like the <laughs> yeah. like love of my life. RuneScape. RuneScape was another one. I basically played oh, all the possible games possible other than studying Let the Let me tell game. you where it's at. Okay, <laughs> When I was, when back then when it was implemented, okay, it was the height of Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> if that rings some bells, then man, you guys old. But anyway, that was when Dota was conceptualized. Yeah. Counter-Strike 1.6. <laughs> everything was at the start at the beginning where everyone was just a huge influx Halo Halo everyone oh, was just man. like we're all just like basically we were given a tablet PC to study which functioned better <laughs> than, a, than as a video game device you know yeah. we had a lot of high level Maple Story players Maple Story oh my goodness <laughs> yes 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 but I mean this yeah. all brings to the point like at 12 when you had to do like the online classes and all that like 
was it difficult for you to find the discipline? Because like yeah. even now, as a college student or like someone in university, doing you as a person online, who is working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> work from home, right? I find myself like once in a while getting distracted as well. I'm quite sure most people do as well. So like, was it something that you had to struggle with or like you had to like somehow get it locked down like as soon as possible? Well, the thing is, people assume homeschoolers are really disciplined. And <laughs> not to say that they're not, but a lot of the ones that I know are not. <laughs> oh no. How about, you? How about you? How about you? I fall into the not. <laughs> I, I, okay, so my education is taking a while because like, well, partly because I'm homeschooling, I can take time off to do things. Like I could take time right. to work. Like I could take yeah. time off to work. So I yeah. worked like social media for like six months oh, and right. not many like 16, 17 year olds can say that. Yeah. But mm. like I have CPF, so that's fun. <laughs> oh wow, that's crazy! I was though. devastated. I was like, <laughs> "Why? Why is so much of my money missing? I might not <laughs> no, even be living frankly, in Singapore." <laughs> frankly, the good thing about CPF is the earlier you start, the more you end up with during retirement, which is kind of mad. And then you can buy BTO if you are planning to. That's stay. if we live to retirement. <laughs> oh. That's true. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yes, wait. So you weren't very disciplined. So can you, can you give me like a like a rough day in a life? <laughs> can, like can you outline like a rough day in a life for you for how a whole, whole schooler would be? Um, okay, so it really depends. Okay. I all of my school is text based. So textbooks, everything is online or in textbook form. Mm. I don't have online classes, so to speak. So there's no digital teacher or whatever sitting in front of me. It's really own time, own target, which absolutely sucks for me because Ugh. I need a deadline and I can't follow a deadline that I set because I know that if I set it, it can move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get what I mean. Yeah. So <laughs> like I'm I'm really bad at that. Okay. Um but for people who follow a regular semester, so mm. a lot of them I think are on the I'm not sure exactly what program it is, but it typically follows like the American school schedule. Mm, so right, right. it would be through like fall to spring, summer the next year. Oh wait, w- would that mean that also because you were homeschooled based on an American system, that you had a lot more holidays than we did? Think about okay, for me, um, <laughs> excuse me, every day is a work day and every day is a holiday. I don't get June holidays, but mm. if I wanted a day off in the middle of January, I could. <laughs> that's true. Because so, you just need yeah. to, that's a, just a big one off goal. That's probably like that's an exam true. at the end of the, of the whole semester. So that was like the big target. But in between, you can like arrange your targets for like as much as you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Theoretically so, spe- speaking, even though it's probably not advisable, you could cram everything in two weeks before the exam. Yeah. And just call it a day. I actually know people who do that and that, that's, they do that's okay. The, so. <laughs> oh, wow. I think that's too much power to give to 12-year-olds. Yeah. No, okay, no but, well, but it's, fair, it's, like what I'm hearing but... here is very interesting <laughs> because what I'm hearing here is like, like this education system yeah. is very reminiscent of um, the university college kind of education system. Oh yeah, where definitely. Where you plan your own timetables, mm-hmm. you work out your own schedules, and you set mm-hmm. your own goals. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah, like my Rice. family knows of another family who, yeah. like, once their daughter hit their early teens, they're like, "I okay, you're on your own. Figure out your own education." So she had to f- calculate how many courses she needed to take to graduate, find out where to take all her oh. exams, do all of her college research and everything by herself. Her parents were like, "Okay, we'll help you pay," but oh. I mean, which is great. But she had to do. Her parents were super hands off, and she was super disciplined about her time. Because of that responsibility that she was given, mm. I can't say that everybody would react the same way. Because I think it really just does depend on the kid. Yeah, but that's true. I mean, for her, it worked, and she's in college now or graduated. I don't know. I mean, wow. like for you though, like, do you wish that you had more? Were there any points in your educational route that you wish that you had more structure? Oh yeah, constantly. I think I would have done really well in poly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So, like straight up, I would have done really well in poly, but okay. I missed all of like the exam dates because I think for Tomasic Poly, at least that's the one that I've heard of that takes in homeschoolers. Mm, they yeah. let you take a sort of entry exam to see, to place you to figure out if you could actually make it in a local school. Mm, but mm, I found mm, out mm. about it too late. And the thing about doing high school is because you're already in the thick of it, there's not much of a point in going to poly after because mm. I mean since you've already got the diploma might as well just go to college right just get it over and done with or if you're yeah, actually looking forward true. to it might as well just go to college mm. so yeah but there are a lot of homeschoolers who take O levels and go to poly yeah oh what what's the reason behind that though um some of them just want a different experience uh a lot of homeschoolers study sports science oh right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. why why is the is there like a common like reason that people are homeschooled? Like I'm quite sure you get this answer, like you get this question very often, like why do your do you dis, do your parents yeah. decide to homeschool? Oh, okay. So um my family's Christian. So my I was born in the United States and right. while my family was there, um my parents had a really good experience with the homeschool family and they lived where I was born, it was like it's legitimately the middle of nowhere. So okay, not middle of nowhere. Wait, wait, but which state were you? Nebraska. It's like smack okay. in the center oh, wow. yeah. of the United States. Okay. Nobody ever visits intentionally, but they always drive through, which is a plus. Okay. So <laughs> But yeah, it's like a huge farming community. So yeah. they met this family who had a farm and their kids were all homeschooled and they just really right. liked the sense of community that their family had. Um, I think today you would call it unschooling, but it would be like they took very real life examples. So, okay, it's like you got how many chickens, you got how many eggs, we need to go to the farmer's market when, do the math. And that would be how they learned multiplication, division, times tables and everything else. And geometry, it's like, okay, you need to make this thing. How do you make it fit? Um, And then English, it's like, okay, maybe you want to, I don't know why they were so politically involved. I don't, okay, not them specifically. I have a lot of friends who are very interested in politics and stocks and shares. Maybe it's a homeschool you know, thing. But that's the people for the that's the USA for you. As an American, I'm like I don't get it. But <laughs> well, I mean, um, so the way that from what I'm gathering, the way that you guys learn are a lot more like it's practical and a lot more um, real life based. So, okay, that was what sold my parents on it. The okay. whole community and very practical, mm. real-life aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, one of their sons eventually went to high school and he said that because he kind of 
grew up away from these other kids, he was able to figure out what his values were really early on in life. So mm-hmm. things like drugs or like drinking and or like just doing unsafe things at that age or any age really, um, he was able to say no to because he knew where he stood on that moral oh, wow. ground mm. in a sense. Um, yes. Not to say it's like better than someone else's, but he knew where he stood on certain issues and he knew what he would compromise and what he would not. So I think yeah, my parents I, really liked that. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, that mean, sounds interesting to me because the thing about it is that it sounds like um, homeschoolers are sort of like because of the way school schooling is done when they were younger, they mm-hmm. come off, I mean, not all of the, all of y'all, but like some of y'all come off as more mature than your age, being able to make these kind of rational decisions like what, you're, what you mentioned about your friend. Honestly, okay, like I never met them. Like honestly, right, when you said right. mature, I was expecting you to say like sheltered because <laughs> oh. the stereotype is like for homeschool kids, like, oh, you're so sheltered. You don't know what the real world is. Is it true? Um, yeah, yeah, that, for some people, thing. for okay. some people it is, but eventually everybody grows up and meets the real world. Right. I mean, yeah. it's kind of unavoidable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I'm, I'm sure that like most of the learning that like for for regular schoolers like John and I, like uh, most of our learning comes from like social learning as well. Like we learn from like our friends, we learn from the people around us, the teachers that were that are with us, and through our like CCAs like I we, we play sports so we learn like through sports and our teammates and everything. Mm, mm. So uh is that social thing I mean there's your that's the whole reason why I like lo- I loved your like name, the social worker podcast because I also it's something that like crossed my mind as well when I was like thinking about homeschool. Like the how is the social aspect like where you're mm. homeschool? Oh. Okay, so community can come from many places. I think mm. because the homeschool community is still quite small in Singapore compared to other schooling groups. Yeah. Everybody mm. knows everybody. Um, oh. <laughs> even if you don't know them personally, you know of them. And all of right. these people will have their own individual networks. So, mm. um, <laughs> I call them kind of like the jocks and the intellects. But <laughs> my brother, oh. my brother was an intellect and I was a jock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so there, there I was are bad like, at all of the sports, but yeah. So there are like quote unquote cliques or like quote unquote regular school like uh, stereotypes that are existing think, in the homeschool world? I think, well, wherever you go, you're bound to encounter cliques at some point. Okay. I yeah. think that's kind of unavoidable. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, there are definitely friends who are better friends with some people. But then again, these groups will change over time as people yeah. grow or, you know, like, kids, they grow apart and sometimes they get into fights. Yeah. like, oh no, I don't have a friend you anymore. And then they go find someone else and mm. like, I mean, it's, it's just like regular life, right? Like it's just yeah, it's yeah. just regular life. It's not you yeah, know. But different. like another thing, another thing which I'm curious about is because like you know when I talk about mainstream schools, right? It's easy for us to um, interact with our friends because we meet them every day. But for you, when you're homeschooling, how do you all like do that? Do you all like go to one person's place? Yeah. So how, how like, does that work? I mentioned like the co-curricular groups so the ones that would meet up for class together um typically they have like one parent who is trained on how to teach the program so like my mom she teaches the program to like seven other kids or something 
And right. they all meet and they do that. And they've got it for different age groups. Um, I wasn't really super actively involved in that community. Um, but I was more actively involved in the sports side. So I would go out with these groups and we would just play different sports. You like pay a fee and they bring in coaches and oh. you get to try a bunch of different sports. Oh, yeah. so that's how you, I'm assuming you guys, how you, that's how you guys meet and like form the community mm -hmm. and you realize that it's a really small world. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I never thought that there was CCA. I legitimately thought yeah. that it was like, uh, we're not by ourselves all the time. Yeah. yeah, I just thought it's like 24-7 Kumon. <laughs> 24-7 Kumon. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like that for some people, just not the yeah. ones that I happen to know personally. Mm. I mean, wait, I, that's, that's, that's quite crazy to me. And in fact, we did a poll on our Telegram channel and like a mm. lot of people said that like, six, okay, or rather 60% said that they don't know anything about homeschooling at all. Yeah. Really? Like not well, at all. 33% say just a little. So just as a recap, that's 93% of the people. It's either they don't know at all, you know a little only. Wow. So, okay, yeah, well, find us at the .socially awkward podcast on Instagram. <laughs> My producer, he's like standing, he's sitting right behind the camera <laughs> and he's like, block the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, okay. Yeah, go and check them out, man. But at the same time, I do have a question for you because like, like you know, what do you think is the main thing that people get wrong about homeschooling? Yeah. Ooh. You're hmm. putting her on the spot like, right now. Like <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's I'm curious about it because like she must have heard this thousands I've heard a of lot times. of stereotypes <laughs> go around. Mm. I don't I don't think it's one main thing. Like there's this YouTube channel that I found and it's like just such a random niche sense of humor. But mm -hmm. he was an ex homeschooler and he's in the United States. And looking at some of his videos, like he'll go through like kind of listicle videos. It's like, oh yeah, the five kids you meet in church who are definitely homeschooled, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and like you can kind of see them, but also because it's in the United States, their yeah. culture is a lot different. And mm -hmm. because the States is so big, even if you go to a different region, different city, different town, um, the culture there will be different too. Yes. So I think for me, one of the stereotypes, so to speak, that I've encountered the most is, oh, you have no friends. And I think that's partly why also socially awkward because yeah. um, when we were thinking of names, we were like, oh, okay, what are some of the common stereotypes that we can bust about, about homeschooling? You yeah. know, because it's something that Unless you know a guy who knows a guy, um, you probably don't know much about homeschooling. Mm, and yeah. that's still very much so how the homeschool network works. Like, mm. I know our producer's family because when my mom was looking to homeschool me and my brother in Singapore, she looked up, like, blogs on homeschooling and reached out to their mom. Mm. And then that's been, that was how we got into the homeschool community. That was how we got plugged in. Um, see. So, so it's yeah, not like so completely off that you guys it's, as in so it's like a kind of like a myth that you guys are like alone or like lonely or like loners and you guys the socially awkward side of yeah, things is just yeah not Kumon 24-7 lah basically, basically yeah, la, yeah you're basically still interacting we're, yeah we're still interacting with people I think one thing that parents are very concerned about when they homeschool their kids is socializing Yeah, and because of that 
they make more conscious efforts to put their kids into either social groups or make sure that they get outside enough. Yes. <laughs> um, mm. And I, I mean, everywhere you go, you're going to find socially awkward kids. I know socially awkward kids who went to school. I know That's like me. people. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. But yes, <laughs> yeah, like sometimes socializing is just harder for some people or it's like mm. harder for some people to connect with other people and that's normal you i mean you just haven't mm. found your group yet and that's, that's okay and it's like that in the homeschooling community as well like some people are really not plugged into homeschooling communities but instead they're part of these other things like model un apparently they're independent model un groups and oh. um okay yeah, that's model know, UN. i'm not i'm not involved it's man <laughs> you know man yeah man Okay, no, now my John, you're too old for this. Is they basically explain? Pretty, okay, wait. I'll explain after we take a camera break. It's like <laughs> let's take politics. a camera break first. It's like politics, but for kids. Okay, yes. yeah. we'll let's take a camera break, we'll a camera break. break first. Brb, brb, guys. <laughs> Okay, and we are back from our camera break. Before Alastair rudely um. <laughs> Mentioned that I don't know because I'm old and because he's an asshole. Tell us what's Model UN. Uh, Model UN is like basically okay. So in, everyone knows the UN, like the United Nations. So the Model mm-hmm. UN basically is that they just pretend like they're the, they are the they are the United Nations and they are given scenarios and then you are given a country and then crazy because you're secondary school students. Crazy shit happens like trade trade <laughs> trade wars and people declare yeah. war on other countries and shit. So. It's basically play pretend politics. It's like, mm-hmm. have you played Risk? It's like Risk, I... but real world. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's like play pretend okay. politics. I have no idea how else to say it, but yeah. It's like a whole big thing. Like in Hua Chong, I remember it being like uh, a huge thing like to be to represent us, to represent uh, Hua Chong and the Mo- in, in mm. Man, especially within mm. schools. And that's like mm. a huge like, uh, inter- like social event as well. So it wasn't yeah. just like, oh, you get to play pretend, you get to put in a resume. It's also like, yeah. a, oh, I get to meet uh Yeah, it's also a huge networking thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming that's like a huge way they network as well. Like if you're a homeschooler and you do Model UN. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously there are competitions and stuff hmm. that people can go to. And I think like, it wasn't part of Model UN recently, but my brother was like, Emma, do you know anyone who'd be willing to form a team for like Harvard debate? And I was oh. like, what? <laughs> and you have a to Harvard find like debate? homeschoolers. They have to find and homeschoolers as well. They wanted to, they wanted a homeschool team. Oh, and wow. I was like, okay, for one, I'm not an intellectual. <laughs> Wait, does the homeschool team have like a sports team? team you guys have like a, a sports team oh okay so i'm going to take the opportunity to plug the show again yes. so actually a number of homeschoolers choose to homeschool because they are competitive athletes so oh. we do have an episode ah. with like an ex-national gymnast who homeschooled because of his gymnastics like his training schedule i see yes yeah i mean so yeah so did uh I mean I, I was just thinking that it would be really cool like if let's like, say John and I we were in Frisbee and we have this thing called inter JCs like basically inter JC competitions it'd be really yeah. cool if we have like one homeschool team it's just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, did, 
<laughs> Honestly, That's I think like if we have enough people in like the age demographic, they'd be super down. Like I think oh. one of the sports that homeschoolers are okay, two of the sports that homeschoolers are really into would be chukball and floorball. And oh, wow. um there are homeschoolers in I think I forget what you call them, independent teams. So like when the mm. coach just makes their own team like and then and sends stuff. them yeah, for, yeah, yeah. yeah, like clubs and stuff. Yeah. Um, so wow. there are homeschoolers in those clubs and I have a few friends who've been scouted by these clubs. That's crazy. Because wow. like they saw them play in a competition or something. Not to say That's that all crazy. homeschoolers are like sports gods or something because... <laughs> <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> I mean, the, the okay, the little homeschool knowledge I have is from... Uh, so Twenty One Pilots. There's a there's a singer. His name is Tyler Joseph. And I, if I'm not wrong, he's homeschooled. He was he's home- homeschooled. Billie yeah. Eilish is also homeschooled. She's like a year older. No, one or two years older. Billie than Eilish me. is homeschooled. And I mean, she's a pop she star. She so was homeschooled. She well before fame, she was also homeschooled. Oh, yeah. okay, mm. yeah. So a lot of people. That's that's why I like. I think it's more common in America, but like from mm. what I hear from from the Twenty One Pilots singer Tyler Joseph, like he was homeschooled. Uh. And he was like basically practicing basketball like every day. It was part of his I like, mean, routine. you can. You can. Because we, your schedule yeah. is like flexible. It's yeah. not that because we're homeschooling, we have all the time in the world. It just means right. that we can move things around more easily. Yeah. Man. So if you wanted to, it could be a part of your everyday thing. And that's why oh, I imagine so college to be like, like I mean, yeah. it's, it's actually college, right? Like, But you are 12. And it's true, yeah, eh, you know, like <laughs> that means the misconception of it being like it's not twenty four seven Kumon, it's twenty four seven uni life. It's uni life at nine. Yeah, which I think I would fail terribly at. Well, I'm already I mean... failing uni life at twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> Much less uni life at nine. But I, I, one of the things that Tyler also mentioned, which I wanted to ask you guys about, was that when he he ended, I think he ended up in high school, uh, like a proper high school, and. Mm-hmm. He said that when he first went in, it was like a huge problem trying to adjust to the environment. Mm. Is that like something that you guys, is that a common problem that you guys face? Or is that like just individually, just as a person thing? Is it not just like, is it not a homeschool thing? Well, Mm. I mean, like with anybody, right? You have one kid who moves from one school to another and that Mm. in itself is culture shock. So I would call it, I would call it culture shock and Mm. definitely because your whole routine is changed Mm. quite drastically. I mean, like suddenly you have to wake up super early whereas maybe you didn't have to, like I don't have to wake up early if I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, that's true. I don't have to wake up early but I know some kids who like wake up at six and go for a run and then they do their school and before lunchtime they're all done and they have the rest of the day to do whatever they want which is absolutely crazy to me because i could never be half that efficient yeah it works for them my adult brain says that (laughs) shit that's wonderful but if i really go and recall back to back then my age right i mean if i couldn't if my batch of people couldn't control our impulses with tablet PCs already. What about unlimited time? <laughs> no, there's no way in hell. I'll be... The last time I had unlimited time when I was like primary school, right? I literally spent like hours on Restaurant City. Like just slowly... Yeah. Slowly, slowly moving all the stupid chairs and tables. No, no, but like think, think about it. Maybe because, right, they are... After you've been given unlimited time multiple times, basically every day, right? 
suddenly you get used to it. You get sick of it. Mm. Or like, my they realize that they get, they have to get their shit together. They realize that they are wasting their time. Like because mm. you see the thing about it is that you take away this luxury right of wasting time from people right. They never tasted forbidden fruit before, and forbidden fruit always tastes the sweetest. But if you mm. keep feeding this after a while, just like yeah yeah, what do you mean? Of course I do this every day. And then after that they realize that shit, I'm wasting my time. Yeah, I need. To I don't know. Maybe that's the epiphany. Yeah, maybe that's the epiphany. Yeah, I think, like, actually, I know a lot of young homeschoolers who get existential crises because they realize, mm. oh, no, like, I could graduate early. Like, I have a friend who, um, he grew up overseas, but he graduated yeah. high school at, like, what, 16 <sighs> because he could. He didn't okay. have, like, he, like, his words, not mine. Like, I didn't have any friends in China, so I just, like, studied and played guitar. <laughs> Mm. and like that was his life and like you can go into NS sooner you can take a gap year if you want to at like 17 Mm. I don't know who Mm. takes a gap year at 17 but homeschoolers can if they want to (laughs) that's true Um, I mean there's a huge amount of like power and freedom and okay wait one question that I wanted to ask you like just curiosity sake like is there anything that from the outside looking into like for lack of a better word, regular schooling folks. Is there anything that you didn't understand that or you don't get as a phenomenon or like any like thing that you just like look at it and like, how the hell does that exist? Because like you never had to experience that. Mm, okay, so the thing is, I have a lot of school friends, but even when I was in primary school, right, I left really early. Like mm. I was in, I did P1 and then I was out because like I'm dyslexic. And back then, the school I was at wasn't really equipped to deal with the learning difference so my parents were just like yeah it's easier to take her out like Mm. who who has to learn how to spell amphitheater when they're six who oh my goodness i don't know if i can even spell that now wow okay wait so what's the one thing that you didn't understand the one thing i didn't understand even back then was why the seniority complex was such a big deal. Like, Mm. when I was in school, I would go up to, I would go talk with the kids in secondary school because like, Mm. okay, for one, I had no shame. Two, they thought I was cute. Um, (laughs) I think they were just very amused that this tiny kid was like, oh, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so like, you you didn't understand why there was like this, almost like a hierarchy. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. really get the hierarchy. And like, mm. even to this day, like I have friends who are scared to speak to teachers or people who are in positions of power or perceived power oh, wow. yeah. because, of, because of that. And I guess like, because as a homeschooler, right, I think one thing that's been told to me a lot is homeschoolers are not afraid to speak to adults or... yeah other people Mm -hmm. partly because i think it's the way we've been socialized um Mm. we um maybe it's the schedule or whatever but for me growing up i was always around a lot of adults a lot of Mm. kids older Mm. or a lot of kids younger than me i actually found it like this is just for me but i actually found it hard to talk to kids my age until i was in my teens (laughs) Mm. (laughs) like maybe like 14 or 15 because talking to kids my age would just make me really anxious yeah i would always go for either the older kids that 
I felt I could have a conversation with. I didn't really feel like I could relate to kids my age. So mm. I think it was maybe a maturity thing on my end or just having to get better at talking to kids my age. Because You're talking about kids your age who aren't homeschooled, right? Who aren't homeschooled, yeah. Mm. I think I mean, I think like, it might sometimes be a even kids who are homeschooled. I don't know how to relate to people sometimes, which is so ironic because I host, right? But that's why I just right. ask the question and then I shut up. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I, I mean just during the camera break she was saying that like she she normally she's not used to answering the questions because most of the time she just says a few words and then she just keeps quiet for the rest of the interview yeah i mean uh, i, I can kind i'm of talking underst- too much you're <laughs> not bad. you're doing great but i i can kind of understand where that comes from because like even for me i think it took me a while before i'm used i got used to like talking to yeah definitely people my age or like I felt confident enough to talk to people my age. And I was yeah. and I grew up in a not grew up, or rather like my secondary school times I was in an all boys school. So when I went to JC, then there was the girls and all, there was a whole other like culture shock as well. <laughs> there was a whole other uh, thing that we will not get into for this episode. So I, <laughs> so I can definitely understand like where you guys are coming from. Because it's not like you guys have like a common uh there's no common experience then you feel yeah. like maybe there's like a yeah. little bit how to relate to them that's but as, the thing but as like when you're talking to an adult then maybe you can bring on the fact that like oh you are essentially a uni student or you're essentially a working adult <laughs> yeah. quote unquote working adult with uh, certain problems then you can be able to relate to them better which I think right. is very yeah. interesting because like almost okay so a big stereotype that I'm sure most people have before watching this episode is that homeschoolers are very socially awkward people or they don't they can't really socialize as well which uh, from what I hear maybe like within your own like class or within your own like age group might be a little bit true but within like like senior like people with seniority or like high or like people who are older mm-hmm. or people of different like uh, authorities etc they are not as awkward but like for people yeah. like us talking to people with authority is like our worst nightmare I hated talking that to teachers I, that is true and it's like still? Whole, still like is it still something you struggle with or is it something that you feel was more when you were younger I, okay i'm just going to say that i feel that like it was it came easier to me because mm. i'm um i'm just a little bit more i i i, I thought a little bit less especially when i was younger <laughs> yeah i was like noisier and weirder when i was younger so the thing about it is that speaking to teachers and all that kind of thing didn't really uh, impact me much but the thing is I definitely felt it was more uncomfortable than than being than speaking to my peers yeah you I know think for and me, that was yeah I think for me like uh, in secondary school and in primary school it was definitely like a big thing like I didn't dare talk to teachers I think partially because every time I talk to people who are older than me my mom would be there let's say I'm emailing a teacher my mom for like a very long time will QC my emails and say that I'm doing oh. it all wrong. And then they say like, oh, if you say it this way, oh. like you'll think that you are you are a yeah. terrible student, etc. Here's the thing. Here's wow. the thing. Because because like like I feel that mainstream school has taught you the right and wrong way to mm. to do certain things. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's not a oh, I know the dynamic, you are you are someone's parent. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, you it's 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 very different. I like think, we yeah. are thought to like be very it's almost okay for the lack of a better word right it's a very scaled down version of like regimentation 
Yes. You know, we all wear mm. uniforms, we all face the flag, we all <laughs> sing the same song, we all walk, we all keep quiet, we all <laughs> are not allowed to skip stairs when we're in primary school, you know, that kind of thing. Which I, I believe was like has sort of like given us this wrong sense of um authority mm-hmm. as a uh, mm. force to be afraid of. Yeah. And that's why mm. like a lot of times the people who sort of like deal with teachers better are the the rebels are the class clown the yeah. rebels the one mm. you know yeah, yeah which yeah. is why I thought I had easier I had easier time with with my teachers because I was very much the class clown and I made a lot of trouble mm-hmm. <laughs> I and, think okay. and like it's yeah. interesting because like it seems that like like in our own ways as children we will figure that space out and mm. that's true. we will come out from it with its respective pros and cons so there's no like perfect System. There's no perfect system. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's at the end of the day, homeschooling is just what worked better for me in that season of time. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that it'll like for the kids who maybe go to primary school and then homeschool for a bit and then like That's go true. back to school. I mean, it just because one thing works for you now doesn't mean it has to work for the rest of your life. And Absolutely. it doesn't mean that just because it worked for you, oh, okay, it worked for me, so naturally it has to work for my kids or my friend's kids or whatever yeah. it is. That's but, true. <laughs> I think yeah. that's, that's... So I guess the conclusion is you just send your kid to whichever school and hope for the best. And yeah, you know you what? Know, just like throw them in there. They'll, they'll be they'll fine. figure it out. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's one thing that like, we realize that like, I mean, eventually things will fall into place and people will figure it out and adapt. And like, going on the whole authority thing, I found myself like, I guess, uh, being able to talk to authority a lot better when I was in uh, either JC or in un- university. I think because mm. that was when I started like, uh, I, was a, I was a student counselor and uh, I mm. had leadership positions and stuff. So I had to talk to teachers a lot and mm. I got scolded by adults a lot. So mm. after a while, the scolding doesn't matter anymore to me. Mm. So I don't, I don't feel as, uh, as burdened by with talking mm. with them. And university, mm. by the time you reach university, you start to realize that the teachers are exactly like you with exactly the same human problems. So <laughs> they're like, yeah, this, this people, they hate their jobs also. They hate. When you finish <laughs> NS, yeah, exactly. And you finish NS, then you realize that everyone is just trying to figure shit. Try to figure mm-hmm. life out, mm-hmm. so you you don't you don't feel them with the same level of like, I would say respect, but you don't put them on the pedestal as much as you mm-hmm. did in primary school or in secondary school. So I, I guess yeah. eventually you'll figure it out, lah. And as as the homeschoolers, maybe they, uh, as what Emma said, like maybe they won't, uh, a lot of homeschoolers maybe they can't relate with people their same age because of different life experiences. But eventually, as you grow up their life experiences start to converge and eventually mm. everyone just learns how to co- communicate with everyone and yes. we start to uh, learn and adapt as well. Uh. So, mm. I mean, with that, is there, I mean, we're coming to the end of the episode, there's like 10 more minutes left. Is mm. there any final thoughts? Emma, do you have any final thoughts? Hmm, I think. Hmm. Well, actually, I was going to ask you, like, yeah. with you becoming more confident, like, comfortable talking to authority figures in JC do you feel like that was you becoming more sure of your identity first or do you feel like it was a practice thing mm, I Ooh, think oh that's question. a good good question then uh I think I think it was partially that I was more sure of myself and I think that comes a little bit with age as well like I remember my teacher saying once like uh <laughs> 
Excuse me. Like, because I was saying that I was very nervous doing like presentations and stuff when I was in secondary one. So Hua Chong throws me to the fire, okay? So secondary one is to start doing presentations already, which is absolutely crazy. Please don't do that to secondary one students. But they do. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I remember a lot of people being very nervous and the teacher saying, the teacher say like, oh, don't worry about the confidence, you'll get it eventually. And mm. as, a, as, a, as a 13 year old hearing that, I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll never get mm. that. La. But eventually I realized that, yeah, lo, like I think <coughs> it, it stands from uh, being sure of myself, being confident in like uh, what I stand for and me as a person. And because of that, I'm able to hold my own with like whoever it is so I can talk to mm. uh, a school principal and be able to know that like whatever I'm saying or whatever I'm talking about, it brings him value as well. And it's not mm. just uh, me wasting his time or him like, uh, like I guess trying to just be nice to me, etc. So I, th- mm. I do think it does come with like a little bit of like confidence and being sure of yourself, which mm. I, I'm assuming as a homeschooler, because you have a lot more time to, I guess, do yourself and a lot more time to think, do you think that you are a lot more sure of yourself? Oh, I think that really depends person to person. I think mm. especially like, at the teenage phase, you know, like I find it's more noticeable maybe in preteens. So like 12 to 14 year olds, I preteen to teenagers, mm. but that's when they're going through their whole identity crisis and they're maybe only yeah. starting to figure themselves out. Mm. Like I feel like after 16 is when most of them mellow out and mm-hmm. really know who they are. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if, I would say that homeschoolers are better at it. Mm. I think everybody kind of processes it differently. Yeah. And I mean, it's their own journey. I mean, even if you're like, it's true. I mean, like I've met some emotionally immature, like 40 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, at the end of the day, like the, the, the I guess the education route, uh, we had this conversation with Denise as well. Like she had a very interesting education yeah. route. So, at the end, the education route is kind of like a tool. At the end of the day, like, mm. you just have to be able to use that tool, right? And you have to use the tool that's right for you and yeah. use the tool that's right for your goals. Uh. And for a vast majority of Singapore, the tool will probably just to go to a normal school. <laughs> like, <laughs> for a vast majority. But I think for a lot of people who, uh, who very much prefer the, the homeschooling way, I don't think they should rule it out of, as a, as an option mm. because mm-hmm. there are, there are benefits to doing it as yeah. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, I think for sure, like, man. at the end of the day, like this whole identity socialization thing, it boils down to character. Mm. Like mm. really sometimes people are just naturally predisposed to being a certain way. And sometimes you just have to learn faster <laughs> yeah. by being mm. thrown. Like I, I think Alistair fire. said, yeah. or like John said, someone thrown in the fire. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So <laughs> it might work for you, might not, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> John, do you have any yeah. concluding thoughts? No, I, as in, I, I, I do have a few questions that are formulated in my head, but I think I'll ask next week's guest. But <laughs> for con- as for concluding thoughts, right, I think it's super interesting um, as a mainstream school Singaporean mm. because like you mentioned not only is homeschool rare but the homeschool community in Singapore is even smaller you know given that our country is really tiny so I think it's super interesting to to think about how these how these kids go through education because it's something that frankly in Singapore you wouldn't even think is possible mm. yeah. given yeah. how um, the only education system we know is a very hyper rigorous one that we've both been through 
But mm. like at the same time, I think it's super, super cool because like, like you think about it, right? We talk about schooling in general. If the objective is to is to get people to be educated and to reach a certain point in life, then homeschooling ought to be seen as not like a not like a second option, you know? It shouldn't mm. be like a like a option of lower standard or something like that, which yeah. I think is at the back of a lot of people's heads. And, mm. you know, I encourage people who are like watching and, and who don't understand homeschool or have a warped perception, uh, perception of homeschool to, 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 you know, watch their podcast and understand them a little bit better because um, it's interesting. And in future, if you think that that's a viable option for your kids, you know, why not? Yeah. I think like one thing I would say is like, if there are any parents or people who want to have kids who are listening, mm. it would be just because you have to pursue an alternate route, it does not mean you failed as a parent. Mm. Like, being different does not mean you failed. And it's really mm. okay. Because somewhere out there, someone else is probably going through the same thing as you. And I mean, like, right. that's why we've got the internet. That's why we started the podcast. We wanted to bring people with stories in common, oh. right? Mm. Yeah. So, and I mean you're probably not the only one who's facing that, you know? Yes. Yeah. And uh, as as always, uh, if you guys want to know more about them and about homeschooling and everything, go link down in the description. Mm, uh, mm. I've listened to a few podcasts. They're just like regular people, guys. <laughs> and at the end of the day, that's the, I think the aim of this podcast is just as much as we want to tease out like a little bit of like the their own unique life experiences from their own unique like uh, education routes. And then all day, the whole thing we're trying to converge on is that we are all people trying to figure this out. We are mm. just people living our lives and uh, sometimes because of our experiences, we might be a little bit different but at the core of it, we're all the same. So uh, we just want to be able to have everyone uh, just recognize that there are, there are these options and they do come with these pros and do come with cons. Mm. So I, I think it would be cool if eventually homeschooling becomes more prevalent or more yeah. less of a less of a like alternative like alternative option instead of like Correct. the normal school I think it should be I think it's still uh, relevant like uh, yeah education absolutely role. especially yeah, the about it is, everybody's like, you know, everybody's doing HBL everyone's homeschooling everyone is homeschooling <laughs> now guys let's, let's everyone is homeschooling <laughs> So su- suddenly, thanks to COVID nineteen, they are the mainstream. So yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah but- so if you want to find out more about mainstream schooling, you can come and talk to us. Yeah, come find us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you guys, depending on what your definition yeah. of mainstream is. <laughs> yes, that's and true. That's with true. that, guys, we're gonna have mm. we'll call it end right now. It was a little bit janky. I'm so sorry if you guys think it's janky. Is the internet? Don't blame us. Blame COVID. Mm. So thank you guys so much for <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. Please check them out. I'm very big fans of them. Yes, and yes, and uh, follow follow them on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Join our Telegram um chat and be able to converse with us. Tell us some stories that you have from your schooling days, and if you know any homeschoolers who have interesting stories that we didn't cover today, we will appreciate if you leave them in the comments below as well. And if you leave in the comments below as well, would you like to be homeschooled? That'll be cool. I'll ask that in the mm. Telegram chat as well. So yeah, and boy. why or why not? And why or why not? Yes, personally, I was in but you know, <laughs> fifteen marks. Fair exactly. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. Stay safe and see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.